everybody, and welcome back. It's Nick and Rob, your hosts for this week's episode of Geekable Podcast, the geekiest show in this reality, dedicated to hosting passionate people, discussing our excitement for comics old and new, what's hot in the industry, and of course, all things MCU, DCU. If you enjoy this show, please hit that subscribe or follow button so you don't skip a beat. Now, Rob, how are you doing on this lovely day? Not so bad, Nick. And you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to the weekend. It's a long week. And um, yeah, I mean, we have like a, a, a weird amount of news here today. It's almost like a it's like a hodgepodge of a bunch of different things. It's almost like a, a jigsaw puzzle of news here that we're looking at. But I'm excited to dig into it nonetheless. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's it, it was a slow week in regards to news. A lot of it kind of only broke uh, yesterday and at the time recording. Probably more stuff is going to break later this evening. But, you know, let's let's dive right in with something that might shock you that I'm bringing it up. But the DCU, Superman Legacy, yeah. has become Superman. The logo has dropped and people aren't happy. Yeah, I mean... I'm look, I'm I'm happy, but you know what I've always found, Rob, being a, a Marvel Comics, like Marvel fanboy, I guess you could say, is that I I actually enjoy the DCU more sometimes to some extent because I care less about it. I'm not like hyper focused on like, oh my god, they're making a movie on this character, they can't mess it up. Like, please. I'm just like, you know what? This is just a cool little extra universe for me to enjoy. Like whatever happens, happens. I don't have like a serious, like rather unhealthy level of investment in these characters well, so whatever happens i'm down for it i'm down for a good see, story i think that's great because you know to paraphrase Lo paraphrase loki we're kind of burdened with glorious knowledge of the marvel yeah. universe the marvel characters yes. and we have our like no it should be this way this shouldn't be like that whereas with dc it's not the same so we don't have that let's say passion or uh preconceptions that you know the big fans of dc would like for i love the invincible cartoon like and mm. i love the boys and yeah, i think i love too. them so much because i have no idea of the subject matter yeah. is it yes. making me go and run out to get the comics no because i like it was the same with back in the day game of thrones my brother had read the books okay. and he would say that's not like in the book. And I was, Sean, I haven't read the book. So it means nothing to me. It's just annoying that you can't see saying this throughout every single episode. I haven't read the books. I'm enjoying the show. So yep. I guess it's the same thing there. To me, um, I now people are going to go mad about this, but the closest thing I knew to what uh, the Superman emblem meant was from the Snyder movies because I don't read Superman. Right. You know, right. so I don't the either. logo, I don't have that connection to, I mean, all right, let's go. Casual fans of DC looking at the logo. What do you think of that Superman logo? Do you prefer the original or what about this one? Well, I really, I love this one because it's, this is, and Alex Ross posted this the day it came out yesterday. He said, this is the, you know, very excited to see the, the Kingdom Come logo. I love that story, Kingdom. Have you read that, yeah. Rob, by chance? I have not. I know the I know the story. No, sorry. I yeah. know I've heard the story. And yes, Alex Ross, his artwork is amazing. So, okay. So, for then there's also, see, the thing with us is we're the casual fans who will admit we are casual fans and we're yeah. not going to say why it's wrong. So, for any of the casual fans saying, oh, that's not Superman logo, Nick just schooled y'all because it's from Kingdom Come. And the, the artist tweeted it. So shut up. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that that's what excited me, dude, was when I saw Alex Ross tweet it. And also, 
Dude, I'm so excited about this because Alex Ross also tweeted yesterday, and yesterday was also Superman's birthday, which is kind of sick. All this news. Oh, happy birthday, then. Clark! So what is? I think he's 89, which is cool. But Jace, he doesn't look um, a day. He doesn't look a day of it, does he? He Jace, doesn't, we, huh? We'd be saying that back in Ireland. Jace, he's he's looking fresh. Jesse wouldn't put 89 <laughs> on Clark Kent, no. Oh man, he's right. It looks good, but um, where was I going with this? Oh, that's right. Alex Ross also posted yesterday that a Kingdom Come documentary is in the works, um, and he posted a picture of what the amazing thing about uh, Alex Ross is that you know that we all know this. We're all a fan of his work. He's probably the greatest painter of my lifetime, like of my generation. I would say he's probably the best. I've I don't know. I just don't see anyone better. And of course, he's paint, he's painting my favorite Gabriel characters. Gabriel but Gabriel Delato. He's so good. He's oh Delato. So don't make so, me do this. No, but bro. I'm just don't saying make when me you do when this. you oh that kind of like he's the best ever. You know, I'm going to challenge you on it just for shits and giggles. Anyway, I know you like to see me squirm, and that's what you just did. But look, I I I I still got to give it to Alex Ross. I I, I just I, I love. Oh, he's that. fantastic. But he's like, is he he's so good? He's, those covers oh, of like man. the villains covers, they don't know like the, the timeless covers. Yeah, he's just yeah. I saw. I mean, I would watch a documentary on Kingdom Come. I'd love to see one yeah. on Marvels. I think that yeah, Marvel too. story is and four issues, beautiful. Yeah. You know, beautiful. Beautiful. It gets, it, and that's the thing about Alex Ross. He's 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 amazing in the sense that he pumps out work. Like he's doing like four covers, five covers a month at Marvel. Fantastic right now. Four, uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, who else? I know what there's we, more. Oh, Thor. Thor. Immortal, Immortal Thor. Because yeah, he did that for Immortal Hulk as well. Chip Zdarsky's uh, Avengers Elseworld story, Twilight. Yeah, the Twilight. The Twilight. And then Twilight. then he'll throw in like an oddball every now and then too, which is just. Yep. I don't know how the hell he does it, but regardless, I digress. I'm excited very much about that documentary. I can't wait to see it. I, I love everything Alex Ross. That's really he's he's probably like the one person if I could get someone something signed by. I, honestly, I think he would be Jonathan Hickman for me. I really do. Cool. All right, yeah, all right. I'd probably go for Alex. How about you? you? Is that a question I can ask you off the uh, top of your head, um, or is that just like a loaded? No, well, not really, but I mean, I just, I don't see, I'm not a signature guy. I don't know, like, if I, or I'd be like, hey, man, and I'd shake their hand. I'm like, cool, I'm yeah. good with that now. I Fair enough. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't no, even really understand my own signature. It's changed, so it's like, sign here. Oh, my God, it's, it's not fraud. It's just, it's different, because I thought you're supposed to sign your whole name. And then someone was like, no, it's supposed to be shorthand. And then I did it a different way, but we're, I'm rambling on here. Trademark. Let me pick yeah, your head brain about something else real quick. We're talking about movies. Javier Bardem is apparently going to be Galactus. Yeah, dude. What is now? So, let me right, let, so, go ahead. Let, let go me ahead, just let ahead. me play yeah. the senior yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Age, age before beauty here, Nick. Okay, so let's let, let's have a look here. <laughs> Galactus should be voiced by a voice actor, not an actor actor. Now, okay. because right. I don't want to see how Galactus's head looks when he takes off his helmet, because that's an oddly shaped or giant cranium. So, because it was a thing, I can't remember where I read this, but one thing that always irked me with the movies is that in the final arc, Spider-Man takes off his mask, or Iron Man has his head out of his armor, or blah blah blah. Like, remember the the end of Iron Man two. They all opened up their ma their their helmets. War Machine, um, Whiplash, yeah. and Iron Man. It's because they have to have so much face time on the screen, or they don't qualify for on screen rates. Because if oh, your face is of it, you're a voice actor. 
Oh, I didn't know that. That's really yeah. interesting. So, oh, I mean, wow. the thing with Galactus is obviously they might give us a bit of his origin. Like if they're if they're casting someone like Javier Bardem, we're gonna see the origin of Galactus. We're gonna see Talon because you have to. Whereas if Galactus is gonna be like this omnipotent force. You could do like they did with Dormammu and, well, Benedict Cumberbatch voiced Dormammu as well. So, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I, you know, we, we'll see. I I would like them That's to That's a very do, good point. You yeah, know, like, I didn't even consider I, any of that. Yeah. And I'd like them to go the route they did with that Better Ray Bill series where, you know, someone, people have said, why does Galactus, and a being from before the dawn of time, look like a 28-foot tall dude? And then in better in better a Bill's series, I think it was called Stormbreaker. They said he, he every alien race sees Galactus differently because Dude, it's what yes. their mind can comprehend. Yes, so they it's could the same have thing from so Mephisto. much fun. Yeah, that they would have so much fun with that, and it would be yeah. amazing visually. So I don't know. What do you think about Javier Bardem being um, potentially being Galactus? Honestly, since you just threw that uh, very interesting uh, piece of information at me, which I had no idea about, but you're in the world of voice acting, so it makes complete sense you could educate me on that. I, uh, I honestly now I don't know. I, I don't really know anymore, and I've never seen him act. I've never seen anything with Javier Bardem. I don't really know him too well. Um, Watch so No I, Country I, for Old Men. Know. Watch No Country for Old okay. Men. That's a I'll add it to the list. Like it's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, look, we'll see where it goes. Um, I'm, I'm just honestly, man, I'm just, I hate to like, you know, be positive, Nick. Here, I'm just very excited to have Galactus hopefully coming. This is a rumor, so take it with a grain of salt. But I could see why that would disgruntle you. Uh, you know, no, I mean, I, I I'm could... not. This is the thing. I'm not. I'm not disgruntled. I just, I think it's with Galactus. You have to do it right. Galactus is not a yeah. done in one. Um villain because he is essentially he's like godzilla he's a force of nature i can't remember what comic it was but it was like you know is galactus evil or good and the thing is galactus just is galactus he's a universal constant he doesn't eat planets to be a dick he does it because he has to it's a natural balance so what i (laughs) say sorry uh, excuse me what i think marvel should have done is introduce galactus now albeit when they had the rights as a whisper throughout the guardian movies like there's a bunch of refugees hey why are all these guys here oh our planet was taken by the great devourer and build them up and build them up and build them up like maybe have galactus there when the fantastic four are like on an an alien planet and we just see him for that glimpse because even just getting that glimpse of galactus is better than doing doing him a doctor doom from the the original fantastic four run of those two fox movies don't do a Doom and don't do Galactus, the fart cloud from Rise of the Silver oh, Surfer. Oh, God, how horrible. That was oh, just an insult. that was insult. sad. Just, oh, just, oh, so sad. God. But look, I mean, we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. Another another sort of we'll see where that goes type of uh, type of situation that I thought was very interesting. And one of the, the pillars of this episode that we'll talk about much like that was is um, sort of. You know, we got a glimpse at what's going to be happening in the X-Men relaunch from the ashes. 
and what is it? The voices issue that came out this past no, it Wednesday was the or women, women of Marvel. Women thank of you. Marvel women of Marvel. Yeah. Thank you. Women of Marvel one shot that just came out this past Wednesday um, where we see who is it? Madam Web talking. And Madam Web is talking and you've like a backsplash yeah. kind of like in the timeless right. thing, this page of what's to come. And we see two teams of X-Men with Rogue and Kitty Pride in the foreground. And I, I do think that you said from the ashes, it's cool that it's like an era because the dawn of X, you know, fall of X, right. destiny of X. So I don't think it's going to forget what happened in I fall of X. not, man. The Dude. fact that it's come <sighs> from the ashes. But so much is happening, even on the, the most recent issues of Rise of the Powers of X or Rise, yeah, Rise of the House, whatever the hell those two series are called. Um, it's on such a global stage. Like the right. mutants are waging war in the public eye. So oh, it's war. Yeah, you can't just gloss this over. So the fact that it's called From the Ashes, I'm yeah. very excited about it. Yes, I, very well said. And that was my main point about the whole thing is like, okay, it looks like we're going with like reality shifting here. Is this just going to yeah. be a, oh, it never happened. And of course, where my mind first goes, even before story is, I'm looking over at my x-men comics right now dude i probably have a sum total of eight hundred dollars spent on krakow and age comics maybe more i, I bought them all bags. jesus i, I, I man, bought them all it, you know look i have my eight hundred dollars stack of comics here well dude them all. this this was the, that was the best part about the krakow and age was that it was a reset and x-men i hadn't really had the the chance to do X, that this the daunting thing about x-men because you know you know I love my back issues, and a few years ago I got the Phalanx, uh, Phalanx Covenant uh, crossover, and it is such a non-reader friendly. Like there, there's no yeah, reader friendly jumping on point in the X Men series, and I think as much as people, especially longtime collectors, get pissy about all these relaunches and resets, lads, it's not an exclusive club. It's not Fight Club. You need to tell people about comics. You need them to be able to understand what's going on. So having these, let's say, seasons or uh, of the X-Men, season one is Fall of X. Season right. two is the Rise of X. Season three, people can go back and check it out, but they know that it's all linked together. And I think, yeah, that was the cool thing about the Krakone. It's like, this is where they all start. Yeah. This, is where the, this is the starting from, from all of it. So, yeah, I mean... It's it's going to be interesting. I don't. I think I'm going to uh, take a step back on the pull list with the X Men come July. Me too. Yeah, um, I I'm I'm contemplating pulling the new Spider Gwen series because hold on, hold on. Let me let, let me now. I'm Go trying ahead. to justify it to myself as well, but I'm on the fence. <laughs> is that she's stuck in six one six? I'm not a fan of titles operating outside the the main continuity. I don't know why. I'm just not. Um. And we see again in that Woman of Marvel panel that uh, Spider-Gwen is against Craven. Now, I'm not going to get this series if it's a case that Spider-Gwen is just fighting Peter's villains. You have to, like we said last week with Mike on the episode, the thing that I love about Spider-Boy is that they're building his own rogues gallery. Yeah, yeah. Build Gwen her own rogues gallery. Don't have, you know, fine when Ben Riley was Spider-Man, you had him kind of replacing Spider-Man. But there's more villains out there. Like, look at Miles. Miles occasionally fights a Spider-Man villain, but he has his own ones. You know, he had the Assessor, he has yep. uh, Rabble, he has... Um, 
he has his own clone saga. You know, I mean, he doesn't have a super deep rogues gallery, but I think Miles was going to start to develop that as it goes on. You know, so, and it's the Mark Brooks covers more than anything else as why yeah, I would those are those are beautiful. So His Immortal so X-Men covers. Oh, man. And now dude. X-Men Forever. Ah, oh, so good. I know. Just amazing. He is know? amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'll, I, I can, we can kind of end the conversation there because I won't be participating in buying that. Um, as you know, much like yourself, I'm trying to make some cuts. Easier said than done, but I... Mm-hmm. You brought it as all up to the point in, of justification. As we're all in blood hunts. Now, actually, yeah. speaking of dropping the um, the um, the pulls, it's been the random titles being $5 a pop with the same pages as page count. It's the three ninety nine ones. Marvel have said, I think it was the editor-in-chief or someone there, that they're committing to the three ninety nine price tag now, okay, which I hope up. they do. Yep. So I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm going to poke my head in on this one, really. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call evil marketing scheme. We've seen this in the past where an industry will raise the price for a year on something. Everyone's up in arms. Why did you raise the price on this? What the hell? They, they stay true for like a year or two, and then they knock it back down because it stops people from complaining about the price being high in the first place. I, well, am I, I crazy? Mean, am I, no, uh, but I just, you know? I'm just happy the price is going down. And see, and the there it is. Too. And there it is. Your exhibit A, dude. That like. Yeah, but you know? I was I was buying it. I'm like, fucking hell, this is five dollars. Me too. Give me, me two. Too. And now I'm like, oh fucking hell, this is four dollars. Holy Give me two. shit! It's, it's like, like the the and look, it's it's the, everything is going up in price. And the, and when you even right, look at right. let's say Image, Image is able to get their comics out there for two ninety nine. Oh, not two ninety. Yeah, two ninety nine. That uh, Todd McFarlane, that, that the Spawn comic is going to be two ninety nine, but let's say as we get older, Nick, and we need to look at let's say I know comic book artists, we know we've spoken to writers, people in the background, inkers, letterers, you know, the prices are, you know, those people's salaries need to go up too. So if we're getting pissy about like, and uh, this is the this is dad, this is Papa Bear mode. Listen, Nick, son, everybody needs to make money, and sometimes you know, something you love has got to go up. To pay for your friend Billy's bicycle. And that's what's going to happen with these. And it sucks. But I mean, eggs are fucking $8 for 12 oh, now. So, dude, I know. You go, you know? it's literally, it's 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 self-harm watching the grocery store. I said, have chickens gone on the endangered list while we weren't looking? Why the fuck is it $8 for 12 eggs? Like, it's just, I, it's, know. I don't understand. I know, it makes no sense. Um, this is so, not the podcast look, for I, that, though. Let, let, let's let's no, no. Well, comic book it, price. Let's, let's, let's veer back. Also on that note, I would just like to say that DC books are also going back to a Wednesday release, which is good. That's how it freaking should be. Thank you. I, I don't really buy many DC books, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, this is the day of comics. And yeah, I know that this was comic harming comic day. shops. Yeah, new comic book day. So um, overall, though, I'm 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 done with my conspiracy theory. Uh, I I'm very glad to see that that you know the 3.99 commit is coming back in July. I think that's very important. Well, and what I really think, if Marvel want to boost their sales numbers with their events, I think event tie-ins should be stay at 3.99 or 2.99. Or what you do is you is you do the Marvel Comics Presents model, which hopefully one day someone higher up at Marvel will listen to me from editorial. Marvel Comics Presents Blood Hunt. You have your $10 three-issue run of four stories in it. Boom. People are going to yeah, get Yeah, I would love that. I would you love know? that. I would I would love that. Yeah, I, Remember I, what I happened with the last that. volume of Marvel Comics Presents? Oh, that was such a letdown. 
Uh, who was it? Black it Widow was... and Hawkeye? What was no, it? No, no, no. That was that Tales was, of Suspense. Uh, Tales of Suspense. Marvel Comics Presents was Charles so- Charles Saul giving us oh, a Wolverine um, thing across yeah. the decades. And then they had yeah. one random uh, story right. and then one Moon that Knight, was set in like... Now, the Moon Knight backup was pretty cool, as was the Ghost Rider one. But then they were setting them in like real world events. And then it turned out it was all outside continuity with another kid of Wolverine. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, don't care. That's, I don't either. I agree with you on that. I don't. I, I agree with you on that. Um Let's let's shift let's shift back here. Um, something that I, I just stand on the topic of of comics. There's so much buzz about the Ultimate Line right now, and yeah. talking about sort of all alternate universe stuff. I, look, any interest on your end? I have the Black Panther. I bought all of the Ultimate comics so far just because you know how much I I admire Jonathan Hickman. Like yep. he he's my guy. He's behind it all. I, I I'm sucked in. I'm sucked in. I don't really know. It, it's right on. Really, and that's, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm gl- like, I just, I like, I like 616. That's what I like. And uh, if, if this is, I think if this is going to bring more readers on and they might go, huh, I wonder what, oh, let me check and it'll get people to dip their toes in. Like bringing, having a new, an alternate universe where people buy it. Like it's all comic fans. It's fine with me. I mean, the only thing I'm thinking now is, because this is such a runaway success, but actually, okay, I'm getting, I'm tripping off my own thoughts here. Let, let's try with sub point one. Is the ultimate universe such a success because of the quality of story or is it, is it this collector's market who they think this is going to be the next ultimate Spider-Man one? This is going to be the next introduction of Miles Morales. Is yeah. the hype and the sales for love of the story and quality of the story or because people think they're going to flip them for a profit in like 10 years. I know. I know. I I see a lot of both. I, and look, half the fun for me of the Ultimate Universe right now is that everybody's talking about it. I love mm-hmm. the excitement around it. Just, you know, you can't go on Instagram for more than 20 minutes and just not see someone talking about Ultimate Spider-Man right now. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. That's the that's how it, I try. it is exciting. Lord yeah, knows yeah. I try. Yep. So we'll see where that goes. But, you know, to answer the question that we brought up here on the show, if you ask me, I think they're going to I think they're going to keep pumping out ultimate titles. I think they will. Well, yeah, I mean, and but I just it, it, how I long did the original ultimate line run for it ran for a long time and it was a success. Like you want yeah. a company to have as like, let's say it's someone who's a fan of action movies. All right. Or let's say, OK, somebody's a fan of comedy. Somebody's a fan of horror. Okay, what brings both people together? A comedy horror. But you've another right. fan into the franchise or into the into the medium. So the more comic book fans there are, great. You know, I mean, and it begs the question, it begs the question too. If the ultimate line is this successful, are Marvel gonna try this with other lines? Because I did think they tried it low-key with the 2099 story in Nick Spencer's Amazing Spider-Man run. But it didn't yeah. take, take off the way they it, wanted. It didn't, and it, no. it wasn't. Well, it also wasn't that good, though. You know, I just I didn't love it. I I don't know. We'll see. No, we'll neither see. did I. And I think the thing that really annoyed. But actually, wait, think about it. holy moly! I was going to say the reason that really annoyed me is that it was ironclad set that this was the future of Earth six one six, which made it different to the original. 2099 line from the 90s because it's an alternate one because you've two venom 2099s now 
Right. But I mean, I don't know. I just I think it, it, it makes sense looking at it that maybe that was a um a test or a soft launch of how oh if we can bring in we can launch it as like a a spin-off from a major title because that's how Hickman did it. You know, he lured like let's say if I got lured in because I thought it was a mini event and it was nothing to do with 616. You had it yes. for half the first issue, and then like he went through a portal and whatever he did. You know, so who yeah. knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens with it. We'll see what happens with it. I really um, think, though, the Ultimate Verse is definitely, just with the thoughts that run around my head, the only one that could have the longevity of a a full line. Because you couldn't do it with Marvel Zombies. Because Marvel doesn't have the Elsewhere catalog that DC does. DC does Elsewhere amazingly. And Marvel kind of showed us that a little bit with, the the, um, the Secret Wars tie-ins. We had House of M. We had Civil War. We Planet Hulk. But your store, you know, what are you going to do? Where's the long-term ramifications? Because you're building those around an event as opposed to an alternate reality. You know, but a question to the listeners. What line, what alternate Marvel line would you like to see get a reboot to the level of the Ultimate Verse? Oh, that's a good question. Please let, let us know what you think on that. Um, Kind of going with the alternate universe stuff that we have going on with this talk track. Uh, it looks like for Deadpool 3, we're getting some weird X characters added to the movie, as well as uh, a very famous uh, early 2000s movie character that we all know and love. I I, I liked the very movie. Very famous? Very famous. Uh, we, have, we, have, we have Gardner coming back as Elektra. Oh, I thought, sorry, you mean... Garner is very. I thought you meant like a very famous comic book character from like Electra wasn't oh. very famous. No, no I, I get yeah, Garner. Oh, absolutely, that, yeah. That's crazy. That's that, and and that's confirmed that she'll be coming in Deadpool three. We have Cassandra Nova for Deadpool three, now, which we Cassa- saw her in the yes. trailer. Now, yeah, I'm gonna say this right now. If they make like Cassandra Nova is not funny, she doesn't make quips. This no, woman won't. is lethal. Oh, she's there like a villain be, isn't even oh, worse. She, no, she, yeah, she's like Red Skull level villain. She's not a bad guy. She's a villain. So yeah, there shouldn't be I jokes. Agree. There shouldn't be back and forth quips. Nothing. She needs to be like, wow, this, this woman is terrifying. Wholeheartedly agree. And in regards to Electra, my simple question is why? I think it's going in the direction that you didn't want it to. And I... I'm okay with it, but I know this was something that you were already you 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 were doing the math in your head, Rob, and and the math panned out. I think you're gonna get a, a hodgepodge. I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a Nicolas Cage come. I wouldn't as Ghost Rider. I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing would surprise Ben Affleck as like Daredevil. Nothing would freaking surprise me. Nothing would. I just I it's like Venom. Are you are you trying to? Because you said before when the when the table uh, when the table the trailer first dropped. That this could be the saving grace of the Marvel Universe. I still the, 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 no, but and I I hope it is. You know I uh, I'm a bit apprehensive, but you know if you're gonna make it like a callback to <laughs> remember when Marvel tried this franchise, <laughs> remember when Marvel tried this franchise, it's gonna get old pretty quickly because Deadpool already did that in Deadpool too. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, who, who knows? Now, I I don't know. God, I'm just I'm a negatron today. I all I just want to take your optimism and I want to like push it down. Mark Ruffalo, a guy who's involved in the MCU, has yeah. said the, the 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 TV shows derailed him. 
Yeah, and and I agree with that. I, I did yeah. see him come out and say that earlier this week that he thought that the TV shows didn't do the MCU justice. That it was pretty much he just he he just said they were a mistake is basically well, what he said. I don't think they were a mistake. I think it was uh, it was spreading themselves too thin. Like they're trying yeah. to cover too many yeah, mediums. I and I mean, when and, you talk about right. mega blockbuster movies that come with a $250 million price tag, you're not going to have the same quality of effects for a $50 million TV show. It's yeah. just not going to happen. And I think it was expecting too much of the fans and you're alienating the dead. Like the casual fan doesn't want to have to watch every TV show there is to get what's going on. And I yes. think it was, I mean, ha, when was the last time God, I rushed to watch a Marvel TV show? I can't remember, you know? So I don't know. I think also what year did it start? 20, 2008. So we're coming up like nearly 20 years of the MCU. What killed the MCU is nearly 20 years of the MCU. It's too long. And movie fr- movie genres are cyclical. You had yeah. the Westerns, Kung Fu movies, slasher movies, doomsday movies, like video game yeah. adaptions. It's just yeah. such is life. You're not wrong. You know? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, no, I could be. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. no, no. I mean, look, history. History is repeating itself right now. We'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. I, 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 uh, I just need it to work. A part of me is like, I need this movie to work. I need it to. Let me ask you a question in regards to Marvel TV shows. What Marvel TV MCU Marvel show would you tell someone? Oh my God, you have to watch it. Wandavision. Huh? Was not expecting you to answer that quickly. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Wandavision. Okay. Why? Um, because it was Kevin Feige's like child, like he made that. This was his idea. He got a team of of directors, producers, writers, directors that could come together and put this idea that he had together. And it was so sick because every episode was a different. Just like you said, you have like the westerns, the slashers. This every episode was a different year of like television. Every decade was a different year of television. So it was really cool, and I. Honestly, I just I thought the acting was incredible, and they made it happen even through COVID and de- with with a script that was derailed. But if it, it, I'm I'm going to I'm going to fly your flag here, Rob. If you ask me what was like the must watch show besides Wandavision, I would then go to Loki, and then after that, crickets for me, man. Crickets for me for the most I part. I would say Netflix Daredevil season one and season two. Actually, no, okay, all right. Seasons. If you're including those, okay, no, no, but I'm those, saying that, all right, but all right. my point is. I wouldn't recommend an MCU show. Yeah. No, I was getting your point. I, yeah. I it's, it's, I, and, and it's so too is bad. Feige, is Feige, the, the, is he the reason for the success of the Dude, MCU? So let me get, let me, let me talk on that for a second because I honestly think so. I think that Feige was the one that came in and, and when we had these TV shows, he was watered down and, and Marvel was, if you will, just sort of boiling the ocean and you can't do that. You can't spread someone that thin. He didn't have eyes on everything. I don't know. Maybe I'm making excuses. I don't know. But but see, it comes to, um, like, let's say a a term we use from wrestling, okay? Solid booking, okay? And if you have creative control of your character, Nick will always look good, even in defeat, okay? I see what you're saying. And it's the same, like, Jim Starlin did it with Thanos. Thanos, throughout the years, got watered down. He got beaten by Kazar. He got beaten. Him and Mangog got beaten by Thor because he had special armor. 
what did Starlin do? He's he came up with the I think it was Infinity Abyss is what it was. Oh, and yeah. it's like, oh no, all of those were clones of Thanos just like checking scenarios of when he would lose. Now, at the time a bit ridiculous, but it's strong, solid booking. Thanos remains now it's yeah. the same thing again. He's getting watered down. Thanos shows up. Oh, this guy again. Let's take care of him. That's because of the MCU and his popularity. But I digress. Feige, like him having to take a step back, probably is what hurt the. But that comes with success. Well, we want more, more, more. There you it know? is. That's exactly how it is. There it is. So, we'll uh, yeah, we'll see how that how that goes. I I we'll see we'll see but we'll see where that goes from there. It's it's yeah. We'll see where that goes. I would just before we wrap it up, I want to bring up something we don't normally talk about and action figures. Marvel yeah, Legends have been revealing. I mean, I, you know what the thing is? These are not for kids anymore. These are not kids. Yeah, they're really anymore. not. They're, yeah. they're expensive. I've um, I've oh, pulled a few recently dude. and these VHS double packs are cracking me off because I'm like, I have the original ones from when I was a kid and there's one Doctor Strange and Morbius. And I want to know, does Morbius have, like, the suction things on his hands? And the oh, instant yeah. I saw I that, that, all I could think was, like, Felicia, plasma. You know, you're like, what are you, get out of here, man. Like, what are you looking for? Oh, <laughs> like, man, yep. Uh, you know, yep. I mean, the, and it's, and I think what's quite, in, what was indicative of, or fueling speculation markets for a while, was the Marvel Legend lines, and then you get an obscure character put in. For example, a while back we had Despair was in, yes. I think, the Multiverse of Madness one. Oh my God, does that mean Despair is going to be in it? No. Oh, Sleepwalker's in it? No. You know, and I kind of think it's annoying because I would have liked to have seen Despair. I would have liked to have seen Sleepwalker. But I mean, yeah, it was just a thing. Do you collect Marvel Legends at all? Or, or is it, do you just get if a character you really love is um, on a series, you'd pick it up? Probably by series. That's yeah. Probably by series. Probably by yes. Probably by series. Yeah. Okay. All right. Probably. I mean, why? Why do you? Why do you answer like that? No, I just because I get them based on like, uh, let's say they're doing one of Chasm. Uh, I got that one. They've Lady Bullseye. Uh, Hallows Eve is another one. I, mean, I got the Life Foundation yeah. symbiotes. I tried. Um, I tried. To yeah, those are all cool. I, I know what you mean. Mm. Every now and then I'll see them, but. I try to stick to series because sometimes, like, I get sucked into like the build a figure for this, like the Kazar build a figure. I'm sorry, not Kazar, uh, Zabu. Zabu. Yeah, that's really cool. And also, like, it dude, it made me really think. Like, we haven't sometimes when these characters come out and I see the toy, doesn't it make you think, like, man, we haven't seen this character in the comics in a while? Well, like, they tried Kazar a while ago with the like, yeah, the and it Kazak just and because he was a what was he a part of? He was it was it his wife. Shahana yeah. was a big part of Empire. That's right. He good was in Empire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good memory only when it comes to this. Like, I've had Damn. my wife ask me, Did you book that appointment for the dog? What appointment for the dog? But did you know Sabretooth in panel two six years ago only had one eye? <laughs> there it you is. With that, you know? Yep. <laughs> so, and there it is. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited. If I had to buy, uh, if I had to buy one, it would be Kazar. I just love that figure so much. Oh, I so would cool. love a maximum carnage line where the builder figure is Nightwatch. I Night would. Watch. Oh, wow. lads. I love I, that. Honestly, Watch. I could I see that. Kids. I could oh. see that 
maybe coming to be, honestly. Not like build yeah. a figure, but I could see them doing a night watch potentially. Yeah, why not? Yeah, for the cape. You know, they did it for Vulture with the wings, you know. I mean, yeah, because the only because they did Demo Goblin as a build a figure. They did. Yeah. yeah. I think we, I could ramble off on this stuff for a while, but um, yes, yes. Yeah, that's we've covered bits and bobs. It was again kind of like a Frankenstein week of news. Was. Yeah. Um overall, look, I'm very happy with with you know, it's an ex- look, the fact that we're sitting here saying who's who's being Who's being eyed to play Galactus, Deadpool 3 this, Cassandra Nova, you know, very, it's still an exciting time. Let's see what the, you know, be here next week. More news, more news to cover. We are your go-to provider for this stuff. And if you are a new listener, thank you so much for trying us out. If you're an old-time listener, appreciate you coming back for more. We hope to see everybody back next week. And Rob, thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you for having me, Nick. Have a good one.